A reading from Luke chapter 23, verse 32, and verses 35 through 43. Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with Jesus. And the people stood by watching, but the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We see here in this second word a picture of an intimate moment between the Lord Jesus and the thief as they're both dying. A moment which captures for us the Christian life. And in this final word, we see Jesus' heart of generosity and abundance for our sake coming through his suffering as he invites us into paradise. So there's this intentionally sharp contrast between the two thieves who hung with Jesus on the cross. One of them joins the crowd of scoffers, mocking the Lord and cynically daring him to save himself as they refuse to believe that he is who he says he is. And the other criminal fears the Lord, and he has a proper understanding of justice. These two criminals are here justly, but Jesus is innocent and does not deserve this. Something in this clarity helps him to see Jesus for who he truly is, the Messiah, the King who is coming into his kingdom. And it's worth us pondering the difference between these two criminals who are suffering in exactly the same way and in the exact same situation, the difference that caused them to see Jesus so drastically, radically different from one another. The humble thief has some understanding that this death for Jesus is not the end. Instead, he will be coming into a kingdom. Not only is Jesus the king, the Messiah, but somehow, through this moment of death and shame, there's an understanding that there's a kingdom waiting for him on the other side. And the thief wants in. He wants to be where Jesus is. He's putting all his eggs in the basket of trusting that Jesus is the one who can save him. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, he says. His request is both a confession of faith and a plea for mercy. He acknowledges Jesus' kingship and acknowledges that he has the power to bring him into the kingdom. There's a recognition that he is speaking to the one who has the authority to redeem or to damn, to remember or forget. And so in faith, he casts himself at the mercy of Jesus. He humbly asks simply for a place in his kingdom, not of prominence or prestige, but simply a place in the realm where Jesus will reign. 
And he's not saying, remember this good deed. Remember how I aligned myself with you and defended you here in this moment. But simply, remember me. A humble plea for mercy with all that he is, all that he's done. Remember me, O Lord. Jesus responds, truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Lord's reassurance to this humble thief promises him far more than he asked for. He had simply asked to be remembered, to have a place. But Jesus instead says more than that, that he will be with him today in paradise. Not only does this criminal have a place in the kingdom, but immediately, this very day, he would experience paradise with Jesus. That Greek word for paradise is rooted in the idea of a garden and evokes that bliss of the Garden of Eden, where humanity had perfect, intimate fellowship and joy with God. This paradise, this intimate relationship was broken by the power of sin, but now Jesus invites us back into that joy. And he proclaims over the thief and over us that he will be with me in paradise. Heaven can only rightly be called paradise because we will be with Jesus. That intimate relationship is restored in him and only with him. And so even in the midst of his own suffering and death, his own agony, Jesus gives abundantly. He gives us life through his death. He gives us a relationship with himself. And in this moment, we witness again the generous, self-giving love of the Lord Jesus on the cross. He's not merely thinking of himself and his own suffering. He was thinking of you. Because you are the thief. I am the thief. We are the ones who are criminals and sinners who do not deserve mercy, but by all accounts of justice, we should pay the wages of our sin, which is death. The Lord Jesus invites us with the thief to acknowledge him as Lord, to confess faith in him as Savior, and to put ourselves at his mercy. And he joyfully invites you into the kingdom even today. Because of the work of the cross, paradise that was lost has been reopened to us. And we can, like the thief, receive that through the confession of faith and pleading for the mercy of Jesus, whose grace alone invites us in. Amen.